the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show, the show where you get less thunder in the mouth, more lightning in the hand. Hey, um, out here in San Bernardino, as all of you heard, I'm sure, last week, we had a terrible tragedy. And this is something that I have talked about time and time and time again. And unfortunately, I have to say it one more time. So I'm going to do a little round robin at the table here with my guests as I introduce them. But we had a school shooting. We had a Cretan that should have been behind bars, never should have been on the street. Somebody that, from my understanding, had three convictions, spousal abuse, weapons charges, and drugs. Now, had the Democratic legislator and Jerry Brownstreak not watered down and had those folks out there who voted for Prop 47 and 57 not watered down our laws, that Cretan would have been in jail for life. But instead, he was put out there on the streets to commit his heinous acts. And a child is dead. You know, a child is dead. His wife is dead. Um, And it's all because we have not allowed the police departments to enforce the laws that are on the books. And those of you who keep trying to vote for for drug uh, legalization because you think you want an ounce of pot, um, they have attached so much crud to those other bills, Prop 47, 57, there are no low-level offenders that they're releasing. There are only idiots that should have been in jail for life. So uh, let me do a quick little round introduction here. I have Nico Detour on my right, your left, if you're playing along at home. Uh, Nico Detour, he's an instructor with US, U.S. Optics Academy. Great guy. I met him at an IDPA match where he, uh, yes, he outshot me. Nico, welcome to the <laughs> welcome to the show. Thanks, Philip. Thanks for having me. It was it was a good day to shoot that day. It you were just you having an off day. That's all it was. Yeah, I, I, I was day. injured. Injured, yes. I was injured. Me, me injured. Hobbled through the course. <laughs> That's that's my brace, and I'm going to use it. <laughs> there you go. Also, you just heard Chad Carlson. Chad Carlson, owner of Prado Olympic Shooting Park. Uh, Chad, thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. And then we have Jake Franklin. Jake Franklin of Kika Worldwide Hunting Adventures. Wow. That's, that's quite the title. <laughs> I've known known Jake for several years. He is a uh, private guide. If you have hunting questions, get a hold of him at kikahunt.com. Kika, the common spelling. K-I-K-A, right? KikaHunt.com. So guys, just real quick, before we get into the meat of the show and the fun part, I just want to touch base on this one more time with this tragedy that we had here in San Bernardino. Um, Jake, you have any, you have a 
some family with law enforcement background. What have they seen on the streets of California? On the streets of California in general, it's it's been kind of a... It, my dad's a sheriff deputy in San Bernardino County, and unfortunately he's been extremely involved in every one of these incidents, including this last one. He happened to be in Loma Linda where a search and rescue um, person was there and he was seeing to them and, and the kids um, came in and it, so it struck my family pretty heavy. And, and just for instance, this afternoon, we're going to go fishing my dad and uh, myself to kind of get his mind off things. But um, things are getting really, really, really heavy for our law enforcement uh, across the board. Um, Whether it's social media, being able to see it and see when your partners on the other side of the United States are, are facing things or what it is. But our law enforcement today are facing things that that um, are a lot heavier than what we've seen in the past, I think. Chad? Yeah, and unfortunately, Phil, I, I, unless some, unless the people start, you know, voting some different measures or, or uh, I don't know, it, I don't see it getting any better. Maybe we should take that bullet train money and just get bullets yep. and uh, put those on the felons. I think that'll actually work a lot better. That's personally just, my, that's it, my answer. Yeah, it's a pro, uh, almost a pro-criminal society going on out here right now, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. Yeah, crime you know. is free. Yep. You know, you break into somebody's house, you get a ticket. Show, yep. up, show up and appear in court. The homeowner has to buy a new window, repair whatever you, the Cretan has destroyed inside their house. You know, and, and I'm sorry if you're from Crete, but you know, this is radio. I have to, <laughs> I have to pick a word. Um, <laughs> the one I want to use is going to be beeped. Um, you know, we have victims every single day because the criminals are allowed to stay on the street. Exactly. And the anti, this anti-police, anti-law type movement, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I, I never see anything like it. That's right. Nico, any ideas? I mean, Chad Solve hit, it for us. Bring Chad it, bring hit it right on the head. I mean, it's a tough day to be a cop out there, but, you know, other than being a dead horse, it's regardless bad guys are going to get guns you make more laws bad guys still get guns we could look in history with hard facts and show you that every every time at one of these instances bad guys weren't allowed to have said firearm the ak-47 in pasadena with 100 round drums or i think it was 50 round drums or whatever all that stuff was legal at the time but they still got it on these other instances it's the same way they yeah. weren't allowed to have it. They didn't pass background, all this, and they you, still got the weapon. Are you saying criminals break the law? I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Well, you know, this, this idiot uh, that was here in San Bernardino at the school shooting. Okay, so he's got felonies in his background, but he has a firearm. But we have a law against bringing a firearm to schools. He broke that, too. I'm sure he even traveled with it loaded. Um you know, he pointed it at somebody, he fired at somebody, he hit somebody, he even committed suicide. There's like seven felonies there. He didn't care. Why? Because he's a criminal. He shouldn't have been on the street. They need to stop them early, stop them often, get them off the streets so the rest of us can live a, live a life in innocence like that poor little eight-year-old don't end up in the morgue. That's the point that I'm trying to make. Anyway. For sure. So, uh, Rough, man. now here's a quick transition off of that, right? Here's the do- doggy downer. Those are, that's the news from Sad Burning <laughs> Ghetto. But uh, the reason that I do have this particular crew in with me today is these guys all have some really good information and in- histories and uh, skill sets that they wanted to share. And that is in the world of, of precision shooting, 
uh, instructing for Nico and instructing with Chad Carlson, uh, long range hunting. And uh, Jake is here. He's actually got a lot of field stories about what he's seen in the field, what guys expect versus what they can actually do. And so I wanted to bring this up is if you are planning as, as today is kind of all the new rage is everyone wants to be a tactical operator at Starbucks. <laughs> but if you are planning to you have the beard, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, let me see your wrist. Who's got the uh, paracord? Nope. No, not today. Oh, no operators here. Okay, so <laughs> you have to have the beard and the paracord. But if you are planning on, on maybe getting into some precision shooting, and there's some matches that are going on, or a different whole style where it allows you to shoot accurately at many distances, you know, that's something that's kind of interesting to a lot of people. It's kind of a new fad, if you will. And Nico, let's talk a little bit about it because you've had some experience in that area. Absolutely. When it comes to precision shooting, you can do as far as the small local matches that are maybe $20 entry fee, no big awards other than bragging rights amongst your friends. And you get to challenge yourself in harder conditions than you and your buddies just going out to the range goofing off. Now you have a structured course of fire and different wind conditions than you normally do. And you can jump up all the way to the professional level of the NRL or PRS. and Tell them what that stands for. Oh, sorry. The PRS stands for Precision Rifle Series, and the NRL stands for National Rifle League. And they're both, you know, big entities out there in the professional world. And they'll have huge prize tables. They'll have rifles on tables, scopes, all sorts of crazy stuff. But in those series, you're literally competing against more or less the best in the country. You got guys coming from the East Coast, Washington, Texas, all over the place. And they're absolutely some of the best shooters in the country. I mean, if you're coming out to, you really want to see who the best are, they'll be there. You can learn a ton from just watching them run their stage. How they judge the win, how they, you know, dial their data. So in the last minute of the segment, just give them an idea of one stage. An average. Uh, uh, an easy one stage. They had... Maybe six hay bales, giant hay bales. I mean, taller than me. I'm, I'm only 5'7", but they had, you know, these giant hay bales all stacked at different angles. And you had to shoot off of each one of the hay bales over a span of maybe 15, 20, 20 yards or so. And they had to spread them out. You had to jump from each station to get two rounds on a target out to 600 yards, move to the next one, and get you another target out to 800 yards, and so on and so forth, uh, switching back and forth between those two targets. And they're not the most easiest positions to get into. They're like, oh, I'll just you know lay it on top of that. And then you get there and realize you can't see the target from that position. So now you have to get in the awkward position and start engaging your brain and using whatever gear you have, whether it's throwing your pack up on your lap and using it as a rear support or pulling the rifle tighter in your shoulder. It's just mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of these stages are meant to, to build the challenge in. Oh, absolutely. It's not a typical prone belly match at all. <laughs> Which And there's nothing wrong with those. I kind of hey, like those sometimes. It's good practice. Hey, folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Line Radio Show. You're going to hear more about long-range precision shooting when we come back with uh, Jake, Chad, and Nico right after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. 
As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. And I know that you're a regular listener of this show. So I don't need to tell you what the show is all about. But for that one person who's turned in for the first time, because you've been out on safari for the last few years, well, this is for you. Every week, we have a conversation about the latest in firearms, hunting, gun rights, everything afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. And our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, from Bullseye Sports, Guns, and Ammo in Riverside. In response to the anti-gun legislation in Excremento, we came up with the Firing Line Gun of the Month Challenge. To say we're mad as H-E double hockey sticks, we're not going to take it anymore. Bullseye Sport is one of the establishments participating in that challenge. Each month, there's a special offer on a firearm. The April Gun of the Month is a Smith & Wesson Shield, neither 9 or 40, for just 409 less a $75 manufacturer's rebate. So take advantage of this month's challenge. Get down to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside where the Inland Empire gets their guns. 951-823-0211. Folks, that's a 9mm shield or 40 uh, shield for about 334 after the rebate. You are not going to find it cheaper than that. Check it out, bullseyesport.com. So joining me back here, folks, I have Jake Franklin. Chad Carlson, Nico Detour. Uh, Nico is with U.S. Optics Academy. He's an instructor. Uh, Chad Carlson, obviously, is the owner-operator and a super all-around guy from Prado Olympic Shooting Park. Jake Franklin, we just picked him up on the way in here because we needed a third party. I was on the street. He's on the, it's San Bernardino. He looked yeah. lonely. I don't know. Yeah. Got to make money. <laughs> Jake Franklin, known him for a long time. He's with KikaHunt.com. And... As we, as we finished our last segment, we were talking about long-range precision shooting, what that means to other people. Now, you know, I think ever since the movie Sniper came out or something, everybody wants to go shoot thousands and thousands of yards into tiny little groups. Um, but that takes more than just buying a rifle. 
I think. Absolutely. Um, Chad, do you have any experience in this? <laughs> well, a lot, of, a lot of experience. But, yeah, it, like we were talking about, Phil, the, to see how far it's come to what, you know, I was a kid growing up in Iowa, uh, hunting coyotes, stuff like that, uh, shooting competitions. But for what's available now and seeing how far everything's come from the 80s and 90s, I know it, uh, being in the Marine Corps, being a sniper in the Marine Corps, we would do all this math ourselves with a calculator pencil pen you know whatever we had on hand to calculate these you know the ballistics that goes into it but to see how the laser range finders now laser range finders with the program didn't you get your dope card stations tattooed on your left forearm <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> tattooed in your brain you know because you just memorized you know but the one thing we always knew was we knew our bullet path we shot so, uh, so much that we knew what that gun was going to do capable of doing uh that rifle and and uh and being able to put it into practical matters that you know we ruled the roost with what you know and that was just from the training but now to see what every, kind of what kind of round count oh thousands of rounds in practice i spent on the range unknown distance shooting from angles you name it because you know in in the marine corps that's you know uh it's the ultimate hunt, you know, that you have to be prepared for and to train yourself for those uncomfortable shooting positions mm-hmm. off of weird angles, those type of things. So to see to see where where everything's gone now, uh, it's amazing to sit back. I feel like an old timer, you know, <laughs> I, I do. I've been around the game a long time, but to see how much further it's went, it's pretty amazing. Now with Doppler radar and, and, and with all these things that are incorporating – it, it, it's amazing to watch happen. Yeah, um, it can definitely overcome some shortcomings, but at the end of the day, the end-all, be-all is going to be shooting experience and time on the range. That's my opinion. You, all that stuff's good to help, but at the end of the day, if you're not putting the rounds down range and doing your testing, testing different loads, getting the most out of your rifle, um, you're still going to come up short. Especially, even on a competition end, not only that, but even on a, on a hunting end. Um, if you're you're planning on wanting to shoot out there a little bit, you better have done your homework and you better have put the experience uh, down to achieve the goal of what you want to do. And these guys that are shooting competitions, it's a full time thing. Right. Eat, That's... breathe, sleep it. Um, I've been on that side of things. I've competed in probably every different shooting uh, uh, discipline there is, and you just have to eat, breathe, and sleep it. Um, and that's what these guys do. So. And same with the hunting end, um, you know, you got to put your time into what you're doing and try to think, you know, try to think of every situation possible that may help you get through that weird position with a rock jutting you in the chest cavity while you're leaning over a cliff or, or whatever there, you know, you have to be ready to do that. And a lot of people to get to that point aren't willing to pay the price to get there. You know, yeah, hey, anybody can throw enough stuff at the wall and get something to stick. Like, you know, the old adage in the Marine Corps shooting a three hundred eight rifle a 1,000 yards, oh, one shot, one kill. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I'm a realist. I know what can be done with a three hundred eight, And, you know, one shot, one shot. Yeah, yeah, the follow-up yeah, shot, yeah. baby. I got this. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's... You know, there, there, there's a good side to everything and a bad side, but the bottom line is to succeed, whether it's hunting at a high level, competing at a high level, you have to put your time in on the range and you basically eat, breathe, and sleep it and know your rifle. So a typical practice session. Now, the Marine Corps, obviously, they're 
professionals and you have instructors going through. But let's just say that you're somebody who wants to become a better practical field shooter. Okay, because mm-hmm. that's that's really what I like about these competitions. Is it's like I'm never going to win the 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 top dog thing. I don't put enough time into that. Maybe I don't even have enough of a skill set anymore to to handle that. But I like the practical shooting thing because it makes you better all the way around. So, what would be a couple of practical skills that somebody should be working on? Say, say, well, say uh, we're talking about hunting. Yeah. Uh, other than, believe it or not, and and it may you know you may laugh when I say that, but a lot of people just need to be in shape to do these things. You know, mm-hmm. to, to have your to have your movement to be able to you know a little bit of flexibility flexibility those type of things it goes a long ways to what you're trying to achieve can't lay prone and shoot right and and when you compound all that but the biggest thing is is for me think outside the box you absolutely think outside the box use what's at your disposal to Mm. you know to make that shot i don't care what what kind of shot it is even if there's parameters hey you got to use whatever you have at your disposal to do it and think outside the box. How about you, Nico? Chad hits it right on the head. He knows what he's talking about. But, I mean, if you want as far as a, a drill to yeah. help you with the impractical positions, or not impractical, but awkward positions, um, once you have your good zero, shoot Yo- everything yoga. shoot <laughs> everything off your stomach. Every, sing- every single shot. Even if you only have 100 yards, put some one-inch dots out there. They have tons of them uh Sniper's Hide has their free downloadable uh, dot torture, and you just go out there and shoot each and single one of those dots out of the prone. And you just practice and practice and learn what it takes. Because it's a constant dance. You're never, ever going to be perfectly stable. But you learn how to work with that and get your timing correct. You know, a one-inch dot at 100 yards, you know, you're looking at it on a paper, big deal. But if you have 20 or 30 of them out there, um, you know, what's the difference between shooting mathematically your one inch seven. dot huh seven yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> i told him to be as sarcastic as you want he just smacked me with that one um but you know you have the opportunity out there to shoot each one target and it's almost like you had the same sight picture although you're not dealing with the windage and stuff uh, of a thousand yard 10 inch target you know if you're focusing that much on the one inch dot at a hundred yards and just focusing on that, that's the same size of a 10 inch target. So it helps implement as you go farther ranges. But I mean, with all our modern rifles we have nowadays, most of our guns are all quarter, quarter minute guns, which means we could put three rounds in a quarter inch at a hundred yards. So that's no big deal from the prone. We have these nice of a rifle. So by getting out of the prone, it makes you focus and fun, Focus on your fundamentals, getting that good bone support, your breathing, your trigger pull, follow through. Tell them, tell them bone, bone support on this. What does that mean? Bone support, pretty much. So for my rear elbow, I'm going to drive it into the soft portion of my thighs. As opposed to muscle support. Well, with muscle support, you're, you're going to be forcing it just with your muscle. You're fighting yourself. and so you're everyone, Everyone's been flexed flex for a long time, and you'll start to feel your muscle shake. That's more or less your muscle support. You're forcing it to do your will. Versus bone support, I'm taking that elbow and I'm driving it into my thigh or into some portion of soft on my body. You're building a structure. Yeah. So muscle support is like if you're standing prone. or Standing prone. That's a good one. Thank you very much. (laughs) You're losing, man. (laughs) 
You're, you're standing up offhand. Let's say your left arm is forward on the on the forearm of the gun, mm-hmm. and you're trying to hold that gun up. That's muscle support, and you're yeah. going to get some shakes sooner or later, as opposed to bringing that left elbow in and either wedging it um, against your hip or your you know, some guys have a TMT, a tactical muffin top that they can <laughs> wedge that onto. Um, you know, then they have they have more support and it's a little bit easier to shoot that. So you looking for your structure is, is an important thing and bone on bone, building that up over muscle is gonna help you a lot. You wanna try and avoid the bone on bone because hard on hard isn't good, you want hard on soft. Okay, but I mean building up You got it. Awesome folks, this is Philip Naiman Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out at our website, firinglineradio.com, or on Facebook at Firing Line Radio Show. You can get our podcasts, some of our giveaways. Giveaways, you know, I forgot to bring those up. I always tend to do that. But you know, Maglite's a new product sponsor on the show. So if you go to Maglite and you type in Firing Line 20, you get an automatic discount on that. So you got to love that. They've got a brand new rechargeable um, 553 lumen tack light. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that's, that's the new one. That's the one I'm recommending that you, uh, <laughs> that you take a look at. Uh, other sponsors we have, obviously we have the hex mag, I think at us warfighters.com uh, this, this week, they're at nine bucks for a 10 round hex mag. You can't beat that. So check that out also. So folks, uh, joining me here, I have Jake Franklin, Chad Carlson and Nico Detour. Now we were talking about precision shooting, long range, and how that comes into hunting and, and so forth. And one of the things that Chad brought up at the break was stressors, you know, shooting under stress. And the guys might, you know, you could shoot great on the bench all day long, but all of a sudden you're in a situation where you've got a full curl ram in front of you or your heart rate, you just had to climb the hill. Mm-hmm. And what happens, Chad? Yeah. Well, you're you're exposing yourself to something you didn't train for. And, and my, when I competed, when I was in the Marine Corps, whether, uh, one of the things that had all the sniper students doing that we trained all the time on was stress shooting. You had to get yourself, your heart rate up, get used to the adrenaline that you're going to feel, whether it's looking at that giant buck or, um, uh, competing when the time, when the, 
when the match is on the line and you have to make that shot, you, different people handle stress a lot. You know, and that buzzer goes off. Yep, everything, everything changes. changes. <laughs> so, for me, one thing that I would do and lend my experience to the listeners would be stress yourself out depending on what your physical abilities are but maybe maybe that means running 100 yards and running back to the rifle and trying to shoot a five shot group uh, or whatever you you know wherever your physical standards are at get your heart rate going and apply that to what you're doing on the range and uh, see how you react and what that's going to do it's going to make you a better shooter it's going to make you more uh uh it's going to make you more accustomed to the stress that can come along with whether it's shooting in a match, hunting. Um, it, it's going to it's going to help you out. You know, they they say to shoot between heartbeats. So if you get your heart rate up to about 170, you can tell where those heartbeats yeah. are, right? You'll see the crosshairs going. Dung, dung, well, dung, I can dung. I can just say from personal experience. I know the first year I went to the Bianchi Cup. I trained that. I trained for probably six months getting ready to go to that, and it was the plate event, which is really out of, on that match. It's probably the easiest stage, especially if you're shooting an open gun. So I'm like, man, I feel pretty good here, you know. And around the time they said load and make ready, and I put that pistol in my holster and raised my hands up. I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty calm. Before that first stage started, I had my hands above my shoulders, and I swear they were shaking. I'm like, oh, my, what the heck? You know, I need to slow down, man. And I had six seconds to shoot those plates. I think I shot them down in about 2.5. It was just because I hadn't been used to the match. I hadn't felt that pressure before. So I figured out, leave. I blew out. I blew out the first year in that match. But coming back, I knew what I had to train for. So I started stress shooting 99% of the time when I practiced the match, it was under stressful conditions and it helped me out a lot down the road. It was a good learning curve. Yeah. Jake, what are some of the conditions somebody runs into on a big game hunt? Yeah. So, um, unfortunately I don't have the ability to, to train for somebody. I'm always standing behind them. And so what I've been able to kind of see is in the actual moment what I can do to help somebody calm down and to take a deep breath and and figure out how to do it. And one way when you're hunting and, and your adrenaline's up and there's a, a sheep or a deer and you're hiking a mountain and your heart's beating, um, what I tell my clients a lot of time is look at it like it's a job until the animal's down. Um, we're hiking and we're hiking strategically and like it's a job. And then when we lay down and shoot, we're thinking about, okay, the round is in. You know, my crosshairs are on. The human element is out of my rest. I'm going to take a deep breath. Okay, and then Jake's saying some wacky psychiatrist stuff to try and calm me down. Flick the safety off and then shoot. And then we can, and then everything goes crazy, right? Whether it's excitement or shoot again, shoot again, shoot again. We don't want that. It's gone. Yeah. I felt Crying. like I was, that's I felt like that's I was there. Thing. Yeah, everything. So anyway, um, no, it's it's interesting. And, and um, Chad mentioned, you know, try to visualize kind of your rests. Um, and and uh, something I use when I'm out hiking or out glassing or scouting or hunting or anything like that, I'm, I'm constantly looking at rests around me. Um, my job is I get a... I have to get a client an animal. So first I have to find that animal. Then I have to figure out how to get there and how to, how to get the wind right. So the animal doesn't go. Well, my next job is to make sure we kill that. And so all I'm doing is we're stalking the animals. I'm looking around me going, okay, we could do a prone shot there. We could do a sitting shot there. We could do a standing shot there. This guy's gigantic. So 
we're not going to be able to kind of put him in an uncomfortable position, so we're going to have to shoot a little further away on this prone shot, things like that. But but the biggest thing um, and the easiest way for me to tell my clients on how to not get carried away with their shooting and just running through their bench rest in the in the shooting or in their ranges and stuff like that is I tell them we need to take the human element out of your rifle for the rest that we're going to shoot. However that is, no matter what position we're going to put ourselves into, let's take the human element out of it. And that goes back to Nico's rest. You know, we're not using our muscles, which are our human element. We're taking our bones and using them as a rest and taking the human element out of what our rest that we're using. So it's just an easy way for me to say, take the human element out of it and surprise yourself with the shot. I can't tell you how many times I've said those words. And, and you know, I'll, I'll pop over a hill, there'll be an animal there. And this, this happens like hundreds of times, I feel like a year. And, and the guy's set up ready to shoot. And I look over at him and he's got a beautiful rest that I laid there for him and jackets and everything. And he's got his hand under a stock. I'm like, okay, so and I, I whisper, hey, that just... You know, that took away your entire rest that we set up, you know. Okay, so he takes his human element out of it, and then he and then he pinches the barrel down, you know, his floated barrel with his thumb. And, I, you know, pull the thumb off of there and say, hey, don't do not do that. And then he puts it back on, and, you know, he's like, I need to rest my barrel. I said, just, just take the human element out of it and squeeze the shot and surprise yourself with the shot. And, and that's how you can get your percentage way up if you just kind of repeat those things in those last final moments. And people get excited. They don't want to take oh. the time. Take the time and get solid. Mm. Right? Yeah, just take and the time. Build the position. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, in Mexico this year, um, we had a situation where this two in the morning and the evening, the day before, this buck had done exactly what the guide said he didn't think he was going to do. So the following morning, we ran into him and he was like 950 yards out down, down a long plain. And the guy says, don't worry, he's going to walk right to us. Well, he kept walking, but he kept walking parallel to our position. And I had, a, I had thought this out, so I found a flat spot on the lava rocks. You know how hard that is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one flat spot. But Your chest is still bleeding. Good times. <laughs> well, no, I didn't get to use it because I realized that on the path that deer was coming, he was not going to come the way the guide thought. If he kept coming up the direction I thought, by the time he got into range... I had bushes, in between, mm-hmm. you know, so I could see him now. But by the time he walked into range, that was no longer a viable option. So I had to go down to the end of the of this ridge, and then it was pylons and pinnacles of lava, no nice flat stuff, and build the rest. Right, shoving the backpack down, got the bipod on. Um, prior to the shot, you know, it's on video. It's on my my YouTube channel at Firing Line Radio Show. You can hear the guide say, "You want to wait? You want to wait?" He kept saying, "Hey, Philip." Wait, you, you want to wait? He's going to come in. You want to wait? Um, he kept trying to talk me out of shooting. And I said, you know what? I'm, I got this. <laughs> well, look, I want to take the shot is what I was thinking. This is what I'm here for. This is, I've done my training. This is what I want. I was able to load the bipod and shove my backpack up underneath the back end of it. I had the range down 503 yards. Um, and then, then I had to wait. I had to wait because there's other deer in the background and finally he clears off and they take the shot and you can hear the guide. If you watch the video, he's, what does he say? He's quite enthusiastic. I do believe, yeah. but, but it's, it's kind of funny because, Oh, wow. All of a sudden he's a believer, you know, 
But it, it was a good tool that you had in your toolbox. You trained for it. You were ready to go. And that's all Prepared. it is. It's it's another tool. Um, mm. You know, the long distance shooting. It's just it's just another tool to have in the toolbox. Yeah. Um, would I, would it, I rather he walk to me? Yes. Yeah. When it's day, let's say day 12 of a sheep hunt that you spent X amount of dollars on and your only option is to shoot that ram at 500 yards. Do you need it in your toolbox? And, and you don't have that tool in the toolbox. I mean, hey. That's all training ahead of time. That's it. Your training is your planning. And, and that's the other part is it allows you to be involved in it year round. It's not just the two weeks of hunting season. You get to do this year round. And that's that's part of what I like about the extended training. Yep. Folks, Firing Line Radio Show, we'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Philip Naiman here. Check us out at FiringLineRadio.com and you can get a hold of some of these other guys at different areas here. You can get a hold of Jake Franklin at KikaHunt.com, K-I-K-A Hunt.com. If you have any hunting questions, you want to know where to go in California, he will take you for a small fee. Also, you can get private lessons at, with Nico over here. Nico Detour, he is an, an instructor with U.S. Optics Academy out of uh, Orange County, Nico, N-I-C-O, at usoptics.com. That's how you get a hold of him. You need to know more about rifles, pistols. Actually, I saw this guy, just just throw this out there. I saw him at an IDPA match shooting this, like, micro pistol. I thought it was a squirt gun. He pulls this thing out. This guy runs this little mini 9mm, better than, I don't know, 95, better than I did, better than 95% of the people there. He's just running around, having a good time, dropping his little six-round magazines, out shooting guys with the big full tens. It was it was pretty freaking awesome to see. So the guy knows his stuff. I'm glad he's on the show here. Uh, also, he can help you out with with uh, long range shooting, long range carbine, long range and carbine. So he's the real deal, Nico Detour. I'm very good. And also we have Chad Carlson. Chad is is the original real deal. Sorry, you're mm. just the you're the yes. uh, Johnny I'm Come the Lately. I'm just the new guy on the block. Here, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Chad with with the Prado Olympic Shooting Park. Chad, you got some events coming up or option, um, um, availability for events. Yeah, I wanted to tell your viewers, our listeners, that, hey, we got uh, a lot of corporate um, and team building events open. If you have a company or small business, um, want to come out for a fun day of team building, um, come out for lunch, work some trap and skeet into it, or if you want to do some pistol and rifle, we have uh, a few dates left open. So, hey, give us a call, 909-597-4794, and uh, we'll get your company set up. Website? 
Uh, www.shoeprado.com. Shoeprado.com. Now, let's say I have 35 employees, and I'm thinking, hey, it might be kind of fun, but not everybody has a gun. Not a problem. We have all the rentals on hand. We have everything you're going to need. So if there's no guns, no ammo, we have everything you need. It's part of our packages. It's just like going to Chuck E. Cheese, but it's at a shooting range. Okay. So, so, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that's for the shotguns and stuff, but what about pistols? Pistols, too. We do have rentals for pistol and uh, and rifles. So you let us know what your needs are. We'll, we'll do our best to satisfy them. And you have instructors. Yes, instructors on hand. So it's a nice, safe event for the entire company. Oh, absolutely. We've had some big companies come as far as renting the entire range out, bringing 200 of their clients, um, contractors, things like that, all come in and they have a fun day at the range. It's a lot better than golf. You're going to spend more time face-to-face with your either your coworkers or your clients. Um, you know, when they play golf, four people go out on the golf course, they're gone for four hours. You don't get to talk to them. Out at the range, they they shoot around a trap. It's a half hour around a skeet. It's a half hour in between that. You get to visit, have lunch. It's it's a good thing. Yeah, it's lots lots of FaceTime. Yes, and it's a safe environment, and it's something that a lot of people have more interest in. Sorry to say this, than golf. Absolutely. Five. Right. What what is the, what is the story? Is long range shooting, precision rifle? It's like golf, but for men. <laughs> I think I think I've heard, heard that, that one before. That's yeah, a good one. I think I've heard that one. <laughs> Anyway, so let's, let's go on. Um, one of the things we're talking about here is training, and I'm a big bugaboo about this. I haven't been to the range since my surgery, but that'll be fixed uh, coming up shortly here. But um, training, training, training. A lot of guys, when I go out there to the range, we see most people shooting off of the bench. Um, I've been hunting for 35 years, and I don't think I've ever had a bench in the field. Nope. <laughs> no. No. The only time I ever use it is if I'm I'm testing a load through the cron. You know, I'm shooting. I'm testing. That's the only time it's applicable for with me. So shooting drills. Nico said, shoot as much as you can off your stomach. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and that you know it's kind of funny because I have a bipod. I carry a bipod on my hunting rifle. Um, It's another tool. It's it's valuable, but you might not always be able to use it. That's true, but when you can, I mean, what I'm saying is a lot of times the guys I'll they're you know, we go on these pig hunts, and um, there's a whole bunch of pigs going. Everybody's looking down the canyon, and where's Phil? Well, I'm laying at the bipod, 15 feet over. Um, you know, I, I get out, put the bipod down, and I'm I'm on it. And they're like, "Well, can we make that shot?" I'm already dialing in. So it, it's it's something that you practice on, and it's another tool that you have. If you don't use a bipod, you can use your backpack. You're gonna lay prone either way. Um, most of the guys who are shooting anything over 100, 150 yards probably aren't going to be successful offhand. No. No, not offhand. Said the hunting guy. No, no, no. Please, no. Yeah. I've seen it though. We were at a match. Country good old boy was getting frustrated. He couldn't see the target, and he it was his first time. Didn't know how to approach the stage, so he just gets frustrated. He gets up and just slings it and just whack. It's like three hundred eighty yards offhand. It, it was impressive. <laughs> you know, he just like a good old boy, country boy hunter, just gets up and just nails it offhand. It could happen. It could happen. But... It could happen. I don't know how many times you could do it in a row. <laughs> he jerked right into it. Yeah. I've seen it not happen a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but one of the good, one of the good, uh, if you want to practice offhand, what I like to do is I'll bring a whole bunch of, of uh, clay targets out and throw them on the 100-yard bank and try and hit the clay targets just one after the other offhand. I think that's a good way to, to practice your offhand. 
It's reactive targets, so it's much nicer than shooting paper off. More better. Yeah, yeah, so everybody can laugh. So some of the other things we have going on, um, as far as training is concerned, talk about round count, uh, positions, conditions. What do you think, Jake, is the most important thing that somebody who's interested in hunting can take with them in the field? Not product-wise, but a skill set. For... Hunting yeah. for shooting, both for both. Well, um, in everyday activities that you do um, for hunting, look at the purpose of everything that you're doing, and it'll make you a better hunter. Um, that person's parked crooked in their parking spot. Why they park that way? If you're thinking about why things are certain ways in everyday life, it'll help you do the same when you're hunting, which will help you kill animals more efficiently. So that's the hunting tip. So and expl- then explain more into that. Um, so in, in everything that I do, I'm looking at why things are a certain way. Um, you know, why, why does Phil keep throwing his pen down? For instance, I don't know if you try and figure that out, you might come up with the reason, but the more you can apply that in your everyday life, your office life, when you do have time to go into the field and hunting, you're, you're trying to figure out why that branch is snapped or, or why those deer are spooked or why different things are a certain way. and, And you'll see your efficiency go up with your, your harvests when you're hunting. Um, and it's an easy way that people can train outside of hunting. Other than that is just practice your rests. I'm a terrible shot. I shake all the time, but I'm a better shot than a lot of people because I know the importance of taking the human element out of when you're shooting. Just take the human element out as much as possible with your rests and surprise yourself with a shot if you're not a professional shooter. If you're a professional shooter, you're going to shoot between your heartbeats or whatever else. But <laughs> I don't know. You just say you did. Surprise yourself with a shot and take the human element out of it as much as possible. Yeah, yeah you're talking about that attention to detail. Mm. Solid. Yeah. What? <laughs> what are you looking at me for? So, no, attention. Jake hit it on the head. That attention to detail in your daily life, like you said, he starts to notice all the small stuff out in the wild that he spends his time during the week noticing whether it's how that guy's part crooked or you know what i wonder why that lady keeps touching her hair when she looks at me yeah <laughs> and it's why- not the reason you think Nico. <laughs> oh come on <laughs> how, how about this when you guys have been in alaska right why are the magpies still in the tree oh yeah because the bear's on the carcass probably <laughs> see run that through your head <laughs> real quick boom <laughs> So, yeah, don't Experience. go down there. Don't go yeah. down there. Yeah. Folks, I want to thank my guest. I had a great time here. Nico Detour. Um, check him out at nico at usoptics.com. Chad Carlson, Prado Olympic Shooting Park. And uh, Jake Franklin at kikahunt.com. You know, one of the things that we always like to do are some of the giveaways. I like to make sure that we're always giving stuff away. We've got good product sponsors. Uh, McMillan Stocks. You guys, oh, McMillan Stocks? Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, you like. It. Well, he's got a new stock coming out called the Mick Cube. I think it's like a burger, a square patty, or something like that. But he, he's calling it the Mick Cube. It's a polymer stock. Okay, he's actually found. I had him on the show a little bit ago. He's actually found a way to make a polymer stock that has as solid a bedding as his normal fiberglass stocks. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty excited about that. So those are going to be coming up shortly. Here he's announcing them at the NRA show. Sorry, Kelly, stole your thunder. He's announcing it with the NRA show, and we're going to have some of those to give away. So MacMillanUSA.com, uh, HexMag. We have some great deals with HexMag over at USWarfighters.com. And Vortex Optics, I have a Strike Fire 2 that I'm going to be giving away. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but 
<laughs> it's a great scope, Nico from US Optics. It's a great scope of Vortex. <laughs> but um, Strike Fire 2, we're going to be giving that away. So there'll be more details on that on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. And obviously, we do our cutting edge bullets giveaway every month. So $100 gift certificates on that. I want to thank my special guest, Jake. Thank you very much for coming out. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Chad Carlson. Thanks. Thanks, you guys. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. And and young, young Nico. <laughs> Thanks. It was an awesome time. I just love hearing Jake's and Chad's hunting stories. I felt like I was there. Why do you think I bring them, man? It's my job easier. (laughs) Folks, have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Enjoy your chocolate bunny hunt, and we'll be back next week. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, by Evolution Sports in Redlands, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.